listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, a show dedicated to helping passion-led entrepreneurs and business owners learn how to use social media as a tool to grow your business. I'm your host, Andrea Jones, and I'm fiercely committed to helping you understand both the how and the why of social media marketing so that you can create connection, build community, and make your difference in the world. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is episode number 125 of the podcast. I'm Drea, and our podcast is brought to you by Fan Booster by Traject, which is the world's most complete social media management tool. And it's my tool of choice when it comes to things like scheduling, managing, and especially reporting on social media. Try them out for yourself for free. The link will be in the description of this video or in the show notes, wherever you're listening to the podcast. But today on the show, I have Lana Hernandez. So excited to talk to Lana. She is doing some amazing things. I'll bring her on in a sec. Uh, But for those of you who are listening, who are social media managers and you're building your social media business, I want to encourage you to download our free resource, which is the social media blueprint for building your business. You can find it by going to onlinedrea.com slash blueprint. And it really helps you create that foundation, gives you the freedom, the financial independence that you crave, and helps you produce amazing results for your clients because their success is your success. So head on over to onlinedrea.com slash blueprint to grab that freebie. But like I mentioned, Lana Hernandez, she is the owner of Vision to Decision, which is a mindset and empowerment coaching solution. She guides her clients through the mindset triggers of their entrepreneurial journey. And she has been doing this for a while. She uses her intuitive gifts. She has over 20 years of corporate knowledge and really supports her clients as they navigate through these mindset barriers so that they can not only experience breakthroughs, but also sustain empowered growth as they view and plan for success. Lana, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Yes. I'm excited for our conversation because I remember from our very first conversation, we had a connection. I don't know. Maybe I'm projecting, but we had a connection. (laughs) Yes. And there's something intangible about that, that I really like your spirit, your vibe, your energy that you bring. So we're definitely going to experience that today, but I want to kind of start like a little bit at the beginning of your journey. Can you tell us how you got into mindset coaching? Yeah. So essentially I've been doing this my entire life, but didn't know what to call it. Right. So I'm always the go-to person. If anybody needs advice, I always tell this story about in the third grade, we had like a little election thing. And so, you know, you would, everybody would vote for who was the most something. And I was the most trustworthy because I was always the one that people came to. And I still am that person. Um, And as I've just started to really live into my gifts And those gifts are like the intuition and the truly being able to listen to people and get from them what's blocking them, even when they can't see that for themselves. As I began to to really live into that and notice that it was just something that I was gifted in and have other people tell me that, I decided on mindset and empowerment coaching. Because when I first started, it was like, oh, I want to be a business coach. And that was so sexy. I'm going to be a business coach. But as I started to actually be that business coach, it was pretty clear that 
the mindset and empowerment part was the part that I was truly gifted in and that I was had joy and excitement in doing with people, like really getting into those nooks and crannies and really identifying the things that are blocking them so that they can move forward, not only in their business, but in their lives. Yes. I love that. I love that. This is something that just, you've just been doing and didn't even realize that it was a skill, right? I think that's where the best skills come from. (laughs) (laughs) So when it comes to mindset coaching, like for those people who are listening, who are like, I don't know if I need this, what even is it? Like what, what does it look like? How does my life look different after? Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So um, I think each coach coaches in a different way, but essentially the mindset part is like the support to help you as you navigate that journey. And as you navigate your business journey, as well as in your life, the way that business impacts your life, because it does impact your life. There are so many mindset things that come up. There's like imposter syndrome and there's so much emotion and things from the past that start to show up in um, your journey, because your journey is, especially in your business, it becomes so personal to you that it opens up so many different places in your heart, in your mind, and it opens up a lot of that vulnerability that you have. And so it puts you like almost on center stage. And if you don't have support and dealing with that vulnerability and all of the fear and the imposter syndrome as it comes up, then a lot of times you're blocked from moving forward and and truly seeing the success that you can see. Um, And so mindset coaching just helps you to move through those blocks and that fear that comes up so that it doesn't become a stopgap. Like, so it doesn't, it's not a brick wall. It's just a door that you get to open to move through to the next stage in your, your business. And a lot of times in your life, because Um, They bleed, you know, they bleed into each other. So that's really what mindset coaching is specifically for me, because I do use an intuitive gift to help with mindset coaching. Um, It's really about listening. That's the biggest thing, right? (laughs) Listening to you as you talk through the journey that you're on um, and pulling things out that I notice are stopping you and then coming up with solutions to help you move forward. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember. So this is like my personal story time. I was in, this was like 2017 and I was struggling with what I now know was anxiety moments. I don't know if it was like a full on, I wouldn't call it an anxiety attack, uh, but there was a lot of anxious moments that were stopping me from working. And it was literally me internalizing my client's emails. So a client would write to me and say, Andrea, can you fix this? And even no matter how they said it, my internalization was, I'm awful. I'm the worst. I can't do my job. (laughs) Like that's a whole me getting caught up in my thoughts Mm -hmm. moment. Um, And it took a coach like you to help me see that they're literally trying to tell me something and give me feedback on their work so that I could do my job better. It has nothing to do with my personal worth. It has everything to do with just the job and doing the right thing. And so I want to share that as a, as a tangible example of how this work can show up because we think we're okay. We think that we're fine, or we think that, you know, we allow our feelings to get so caught up in the moment when in reality, if we take that moment to actually study them, get support, have someone else look at it too and say, no, 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 that's just you projecting your feelings on this email. This email is not a personal attack on you, Andrea. (laughs) Sometimes you need that support and that really helps make a difference, right? Absolutely. And another thing to think about is like, 
how our insecurities show up in different facets of our business. So like for you, it was, you felt personally attacked because, you know, your business is your baby and success is, is something that we strive for so much in our businesses um, that we put so much of our worth. We put so much expectation. We put so much into it that we forget that people are just people all the time, right? And that everything, we don't have to take everything so personally and so seriously. And then we start to assign our worth. Like you brought up the the word worth. We start to assign our worth to every single aspect of our business, our pricing, our marketing, like how many likes we get on a post. We start to assign our worth on these external things. And then that, again, opening up those old wounds and opening up those insecurities and those things just feed into all those places. And so just having somebody to support you through and then identify it, support you through it, and then really figure out a way that you can sustain this newfound empowerment to sustain that and grow in it is really what the mindset coaching is all about. Yes. Okay. I want to talk a little bit about how this relates to social because you came into the Savvy Social School and taught this confidence class. And for those of you in the school, if you haven't watched the replay yet, go watch it. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> it felt like, literally felt like like going to church. Like I was like, yes, I'm taking notes. I'm saying amen. Like it's a whole experience. Um, but something you talked about in that class was showing up on social media as we are. And oftentimes, you know, a lot of people listening to this have personal brands. They are their business. They're running social for their business. It feels so personal. So can you share with us a little bit, how do we do that? Like, how do we not stop ourselves from showing up as we are? So many of us who start our business have a corporate background. And in corporate America, there's a a way that you have to be that is business-like. There's a way that you have to dress, a way that you have to sound. Um, as well as society tells you that in order to have a business, you have to be business-like and you have to have this certain way of being and certain way of doing things. But in your business and your business, you get to change all those rules, right? There are no rules except for the ones that you set upon yourself. Um, And so as you begin to really live into fully into your business, the goal then becomes authenticity, right? And showing up authentically for ourselves so that we don't have this mask because a lot of what we're putting out there is a mask, right? That's what you see a lot on social media, like the perfect side of life. And if that's not really what you identify or what you want your business to be known as, then you don't have to do that, right? And so as you begin to make the rules and set those rules for yourself and for your business, and you become more authentic, then showing up becomes less of a chore and it becomes something that you enjoy. And so that's what I tried to convey is that as you really live into your authentic self in your business and show up as your authentic self, it will seem less of a task and it will connect so much more with your audience. Okay. So this idea of authenticity, Mm -hmm. I think some people may struggle with it because they don't know who they are, or maybe they feel like they don't have any value to show as their authentic self. What would you say to people if that's something that they're struggling with? Well, I will say that you are not alone, first off, um, because a lot of doing business is it's, it's a lonely journey, right? And so as you chart these new territories alone, you start to feel those insecurities. Um, and I, w- I would say to you, you're not alone. One, I would also say to you that as you begin to do it more, 
that fear and those those feelings of insecurity and of fraudulence. Like a lot of us, you know, we get out here and we feel like a frog. Everybody feels that. But as you do it more, those feelings will start to diminish. And as you get support, you find your group, because I am a big proponent of finding those that are on this same journey to support you then you have those like-minded people that you can go to to talk through those feelings. And as you do it more, those feelings really do start to diminish. So like one of the biggest conquerors of fear is action. And so as you do it more, those fears start to get tapped down because you're like, oh, this isn't so scary. And for the people who feel like, like they don't know who they are, just get out here and start being who you think you should be. And you'll understand what feels good and what doesn't feel good. And the things that don't feel good, just stop doing those things. It's okay. It's okay. There is no right or wrong way to do any of anything in your life. The right way is the way that's right for you. And that feels good for you. I'm big on feeling. So if it feels good and it's aligned and it's authentic to you, then that's what you keep doing. Mm. When you said, you know, talking about, you know, fear is tackled by action. And then when you do it, you get there and you go, oh, this is not so bad. What that brought to my mind was growing up and becoming an adult. I distinctly remember somewhere in my mid-20s where I was like, wait a second, my parents don't know what they're talking about. Nobody knows what they're talking about. And I think this is the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing with social media. Like when you look at it, you go, oh, everyone has it together. But then you start doing it and you realize no one has it together. We're all just making it up. That's kind of what came to my mind when you were talking about that. And I think it's so true because we look at the perfectly polished social media strategies. We look at the you know, images and the graphics and we go, that looks like a lot. That looks like, you know, there's so much that went into it. But once you start doing it, some of it is, oh, it's just showing up. Um, It's just being consistent and showing up. Um, And so that really resonated with me when you said that. It's so true. Like nobody knows what they're doing, right? There is no guide. (laughs) There are, you know, self-help books you can read, but everybody's going to glean something different from every single thing that they experience and read and listen to. So your experience is just that, your own. And as you begin to do it more, the better you'll get at it. And so I challenged a lot of my clients. So showing up is something that I struggled with a lot. You know, I have a mindset coach myself, (laughs) but something that I struggle with and a lot of my clients struggle with. And what I always tell them is I want you to go to your favorite person on social media and scroll all the way to the beginning. Does that look any different from how it looks right now? And 99% of the time, the answer is yes. We're all growing into what it is that we want to be. And we get to switch and we get to pivot and we get to do things differently. But you have that choice and nobody knows what they're doing. (laughs) And there's always going to be some piece of fear when you do something for the first time. But again, as you keep taking that action, that fear will start to diminish. It just, it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So what came to mind as you were talking about that is recently you did this series of Facebook or Instagram lives. You went live and you were talking to me about how you had fear about that. So can you share your experience and maybe talk a little bit about what you learned? Absolutely. So um, a coach of mine challenged me to do this Facebook live because what everybody realizes when they talk to me versus when they look at my Instagram is that I'm so much more funny and silly and just a normal person, you know, 
Um, and it's hard for me to convey, or it was hard for me to convey this just relaxed person on Instagram. And so she was just like, okay, I'm challenging you 30 days, go live. And I promise you, you'll feel different by the end. And it's true. The first time I'm telling you, I was like, hi guys, you know, it's like so serious. <laughs> but by the end, I was like literally laying on my couch, you know, talking to the camera. I didn't care if anybody was on there. Um, you know, kids running around. I was just myself and that felt amazing. And I do want to talk about that 30-day challenge because as I got near the end, so I only made it to 25 days and let me tell you why. Because as I got to the end, it became something that I was like, I don't feel like it. I really, I don't feel like doing it right now. And then it became the next day, I don't feel like it. So what I also realized about things for anybody on social is if it is a chore, don't do it. If it's something that you really start to dread, you are not obligated to continue. You're not obligated to do it. You're not obligated to do anything that you do not want to do. And so while it really did change me in so many ways, and you can even, if you go to my Instagram, you can see how it started and how it ended because the way it started was so ugly. <laughs> And by the end, I had these beautiful covers and, you know, it literally was like a transformation. <laughs> it changed everything about my whole Instagram feed. But you can see the transformation in me through those days, those 25 days. But in that learning and in that tapping down that fear and pushing through all those limiting beliefs that were holding me back, I also learned to trust my intuition I learned that I can make the rules in my business. I learned that if I don't feel like showing up today, I don't have to, right? And so it was just like a, it was like a window opening to me just truly being authentic. And that's always something that I think when we start on social media, we struggle with because you see influencers, oh, they're funny or they're silly or they're pranking or they're perfect, you know? And so you kind of want to be that person, but just being you is really going to make you the most successful person that you could possibly be. Yes. Oh, I love that. And I love how you talked about your own experience too, where you found your lines, your boundaries and what you learned from it. I think, you know, it's just the nature of social media. It's so easy to compare yourself. It's so easy to look at that person over there. Uh, but what we're looking at is the finished product. Um, I used this analogy recently in one of the classes I was teaching of a tree. And so when we look at a tree, we see the leaves first, and then maybe we see the branches in the trunk. We don't even see the roots. Um, but what grows first are those roots. And you have to have the roots, you have to have the trunk, and then the branches and then the leaves. And so when you're looking at your own business, it may be just a little seed that has like two little roots and maybe one little leaf hanging off of it. And you're looking at that tree over there with like all of these leaves, and maybe it's blooming and flowering, but you're not there yet. Um, and so I think that social media just makes that comparison game so much easier. But I love the advice of like, go back to that person's roots, so to speak, scroll all the way back. You know, even looking at my Instagram, if you scroll back, who is it a mess? Oh boy. All of us. Um, all of us, all of us started that way. And so I think it is important to remember that too. Um, another tool for this is there's a website called Wayback. 
I don't know if it's what the actual URL is, but if you Google like the Wayback Machine, you can actually put in people's websites and it'll scan the internet for like what websites looked like five years ago or whatever. <laughs> I just did this with my website for um, some of the mentees just to show them where I started. Oh boy, my first website was ugly. It was so bad. And my prices were so low. Like I just pulled up my packages. I was like, hey, we all start somewhere. We, we all, all did. somewhere. And so I think, you know, having that in the back of your head really helps because you're less likely to compare yourself to someone else when you recognize you're comparing apples and oranges. Yeah. And something that I, I, I just told one of my clients, it's an affirmation that I have for myself that I say every single day, and it's, I'm a woman of influence. And when you look at social media influencers, they get paid to show up and be exactly who they are where, you know, being silly, doing absolutely nothing like a Kardashian, they're making so much money, like literally just doing nothing. (laughs) And they get paid a lot of money just to be themselves. Why can't you do the same? So when I say I am a woman of influence, it truly does mean that just being me and using my gifts is worthy of the money that I am charging for the work that I do. So that's just a little mindset thing that you can do for yourself. (laughs) Say that 10 times. I am a woman of influence. I love it. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to take that one. Okay. So before we wrap up, I do want to talk about Thrive uh, because Thrive is our brand new revitalized mentorship program. So for those of you listening, we did a beta round of our mentorship program earlier this year. It went great. We're bringing it back as an ongoing program for those of you in social media who are building your businesses. So you have a social media business, you have clients, and you want to grow, right? You want to grow to more clients, bringing on staff, building out your business so that, hey, maybe you could take vacations at some point and still have the thing run or not work weekends anymore. That would be nice. Um, And so in this program, Lana is our resident mindset coach, and she comes on every single month to talk to us about these issues, to guide us through our own personal roadblocks so that we don't stay stuck and we actually can move forward. Um, And I will say for myself, my biggest shift in my business was mindset. I hired a life coach and a business coach really helped me move forward past my personal blocks. And so I'm bringing this into Thrive. And Lana has so graciously shared her time with us in this program to help us be able to move forward as well. So Lana, for those of who are like kind of thinking about Thrive, um, can you talk a little bit about what the sessions would be like with you? So what I thrive for, (laughs) I strive for, for Thrive, is that the mindset calls are a safe space for you to come, for you to learn something new about how to challenge yourself as well as grow, as well as push through mindset blocks, but come as you are with whatever is going on with you, with with any mindset or limiting belief that you might be going through, bring it to this call so that we can work through it. What I do in all of my calls, and I worked with the mentees as well, and I've had a couple calls with some of your groups, is I do allow for coaching one-on-one in the call. And that's important because, one, it shows you that it's okay to be vulnerable. Two, um, it allows you to see that you're not the only one. 
right? Um, and so as I allow everybody to just come and be themselves and we pull out these different things that are going on with everybody, because like I said, you're not alone. It allows you to grow and it allows you to look forward to something new in your business as well as in your life. And so I just really want this to be a space that you feel safe, a place that you feel supported, a place that you feel empowered to push through and that you'll be able to gain new knowledge and gain new skills so that when these different emotions come up, you have a way in which you can tackle them as you move forward. Mm-hmm. Yes. The toolbox, the toolbox you need to be able to like tackle these emotions because we are very emotional creatures mm-hmm. and running a business is like its own self-help program. Like you learn so much about yourself when you run a business. And so to have that support is so, so vital. Thank you, Lana. So for those people who are listening, maybe they're not interested in Thrive or they want to work with you one-on-one, can you talk a little bit about how they can connect with you? Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram. Um, My business is Vision to Decision, and that's my Instagram handle, um, Vision to T-O Decision, um, all one word. And I offer one-on-one coaching right now, as well as um, intensives. And the experience that you're going to go through is just really having someone there to support you, to help you to identify blocks and limiting beliefs, even the ones that you don't think that you have. (laughs) And then to really push forward through those blocks and those limiting beliefs so that you can reach that next step in your business. That's very important to me. Yes. Okay. Definitely check out Lana. I'll put her Instagram handle um, as a link in the show notes as well and in the description. So y'all can just tap on over. As a reminder, you can find all of the links and all of the notes for this episode at onlinedrea.com slash one, two, five. That will get you all of the ways to listen and enjoy the show. Up next, next week, I'm talking to Lindsay, who is one of the mentees. She's talking about her business. She's talking about how she does editorial calendars and reporting, Uh, really valuable conversation. So stay tuned for that. And also make sure you review. If you love the show, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. Show your love. I actually did get a one-star review recently, so I want to drown it out with some more five stars. (laughs) So if y'all could help me out, that would be amazing. Um, And I'll see you guys next week. Thanks again, Lana, for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me.